This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Blue Chew. We're talking boners, people. What other podcast gives you boners? What? What do you mean every every podcast is giving you boners? Blue Chew, are you two-timing on me? You son of a bitch, I'm the best that's ever been. All right, bluechew.com, promo code O-P-O-P-I-E at checkout to try it for free. All you have to do is pay for the $5 shipping. I'm not the only one giving people boners. What the F? All right, looks like we are live from the Glassbox Studios here in Manhattan, 500 feet off the ground, overlooking the Hudson River in downtown. Uh, man, it's bright in here, though, man. This is a lot of, lot of sun, a lot of sunlight. Of course, Doggy comes walking over just as I push uh, go live. Hi, Doggy. He's going to jump up here. Oh, my goodness. What's up, Pat Duffy? How are you, buddy? You are first on uh, the Facebook, my brother. Rachel second. Then you got the Brandon Hollinger. Kyle. No He-Man haircut. No He-Man haircut. No. Those clips are uh, from a couple months ago, actually. The He-Man comment was the best one. Let's see. Pat Duffy actually uh, had a really good one talking about how I look like a Karen. Uh, going to soccer practice or something like that. That was good. The He-Man haircut. That was good. The uh, the Jesse Ventura. That's a that was another good one. Um, somebody called me uh, throw mama from the train when my hair is down. Oh my god, I got hiccups already. They say I look like uh, throw mama from the train. That's not nice. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, man. Uh, I don't know. Did you work today? All I knew was uh, I had to like drop some stuff off at the post office, and uh, and I realized, oh, it's a holiday, and then I forgot what holiday it was. Divorce soccer mom hair. That's the one. Thank you, Pat Duffy. Thanks for reminding me of your slam. Way more hair than Jesse Ventura. Of course I do. Philip Seymour Hughes is coming in. You got married today. Who the hell gets married on columbus day but uh he's one of our he's one of our regs so let's wish aaron gossa uh, gosser excuse me a a very happy uh what do we call it marriage day yeah let's do that uh congratulations aaron for real but uh who gets married on columbus day and why are you why aren't you you know why aren't you you know why are you watching me instead of getting a little uh in or are you taking pictures right now? That's that's always good, you know? You save up money for uh, your wedding. It costs a bloody fortune. And then you go to the reception. You say hi. And then you take pictures for two and a half hours. And by the time you get uh, with everybody else, you know, your, your, your wedding's half over. That That's just brilliant. So stupid. Uh, what is this guy saying? We're casual today. I don't give a fuck if this sounds good. Anthony left your wedding early and didn't get you a gift. That's messed up. Ah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Happy Thanksgiving. 
Oh, yeah. You Canadians, you're sneaky, 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 sneaky. It's Thanksgiving in Canada. How stupid. You're not supposed to have Thanksgiving before Halloween. That's just dumb. But happy Thanksgiving uh, to, you know, the Canadians that stand on guard for thee. All they're doing is standing on guard for thee as we do all the heavy lifting, you know, south of the border for Canada. But they're standing on guard for thee. How about you guys do some of this heavy lifting? It's getting exhausting uh, here in America. Canadians are grateful, are grateful peoples. I understand that. I actually uh, watched a uh, Gordon Lightfoot documentary over the weekend. So I got something in uh, common with my fellow Canadians today. You're doing the turkey thing. I don't even know if you do turkey. Do you do turkey if it's Thanksgiving before Halloween in Canada? I bet you they don't do uh, turkey. I bet you it's some just dumb, stupid fowl that uh, we wouldn't eat in in America. That's what I'm guessing. I don't know anything about their uh, their Thanksgiving. Maybe we can learn a little something. What 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 do you know about um, um, Canada's Thanksgiving? I, I would like to answer that question today. Louis Shans with Sundown. Sundown. Yeah, that's a Gordon Lightfoot song. Do you know what that song is about? Anybody? Anybody? Does anyone know what Sundown by Gordon Lightfoot is all about? I learned it through the documentary. I had no idea. And I tweeted this, but uh, I saw the Gordon Lightfoot documentary, and the only person that would give a shit that I saw the Gordon Lightfoot documentary would be Vic Henley. And he's uh, obviously no longer with us, unfortunately. So I just had to sit there and wallow and have no one to talk uh, to about the Gordon Lightfoot documentary. Because my other friends, they don't give a shit. I'm going to go to Gephardt's and go to Matt, who's a huge Pearl Jam fan. Hey, I saw the Gordon Lightfoot documentary. He'd be like, who cares? But Vic Henley would be all about it. And then he would have more knowledge than the people that made the documentary, for sure. Uh, yeah, no one's got it. It's uh, Gordon Lightfoot's old girlfriend, who did him wrong, set uh, Gordon Lightfoot down a weird road, and he got back at the bitch by uh, writing, Sundown, and uh, this same girl that used to be Gordon Lightfoot's girlfriend, Oh, she moved out to Hollywood, or maybe Gordon Lightfoot was living in Hollywood. I don't know. I was kind of paying attention, but also editing podcasts. Um, She ended up, I'm going to put in quotes, because a lot of people believe this, so I think you could put in quotes. She killed John Belushi. Yes, that girl. I forgot her name. I think it was... uh, 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 this is where I need uh, the Wikipedia. Uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, she was Canadian, and she used to go out with Gordon Lightfoot. And then, um, and then uh, she gave uh, John Belushi that speedball that ended up killing him. And that stupid song, Sundown, You Better Beware, I think, by Gordon Lightfoot is about her. Did anyone else know that? Does anyone care? Those are two questions I need an answer to. Uh, oh, go with parentheses, Nero in and not quotes? Why not quotes? Maybe the single quote? Can't you do these quotes? Just one on each side? 
What's the difference between the quotes with one on each side and two on each side? I figured at, at my age, I should maybe finally figure out the difference between those two. I don't know. Oh, we're getting a little Baba Booey, Baba Booey coming in. Welcome to the year 1995, Teddy. Welcome. What's up, Mex? Who is Allie McBeal? Allie McBeal, Jesus. Remember Allie McBeal? Oh, my God. One's uh, common in England. The other is more common in America. Is that all that is? With the single quote and the double quotes? Oh, my God. We got a winner. Gary Arena uh, Jr. It is so bright in the, the glass box studio that I got the shades on, and it's hard to see the comments. But I got you, Gary. Gary's on the big screen. He's the winner. So, uh, yeah, it was Kathy Smith. She went out with Gordon Lightfoot, broke Gordon Lightfoot's heart. They hinted that she was screwing around with everybody, including maybe some of his friends, possible bandmates, I think. I'm not sure. And then um, she ended up giving John Belushi the uh, the speedball that killed him. But, man, I got to tell you, Gordon Lightfoot is a, is a terrific songwriter. He had a lot of great, great songs. Look up a song called, I'll play Vic Henley today. Never got a radio airplay unless you're in Canada. And then I'm sure they had to play Gordon Lightfoot a lot more than we did here in America. But um, I think the name of the song is called Beautiful by Gordon Lightfoot. Check it out for real. For real. Check that out. Uh Oh, did you really? <laughs> I love the sarcasm. Nathan Brimmer. I feel like someone said that five minutes ago. Oh, yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't read all the comments. I try, but... So how did everybody do with their, their football team? My football team did well. Uh, the, uh, the Buccaneers won. The Patriots won. The Bills won. And, of course, the Jets lost again. So my, my team did well this week. What did my team go? Three and one. I went uh, three and one this, uh, this week, my team. The Eagles are not par- part of my team. And that confuses a lot of people because they got a lot of friends and family down in Philly. But uh, when it comes to my team, it's the Jets, Bills, Patriots, and, uh, and now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because you got to root for a 44-year-old quarterback that's having one of the best years of his entire career. He, he threw for five touchdowns uh, yesterday and uh, had over 400 uh, throwing yards. 400 throwing yards and five TD passes. He's never done that in his career, Tom Brady. He did it at the age of 44. How incredible is that? You're happy for Brother Weeze and uh, the Bills there, Tuttle Army? Hell yeah, man. I got a ton of friends up in Western New York. I miss them dearly. It's been way too long, and uh, they're having a hell of a run. My friend Buzzy, um, met him when I was 18, still really, really good friends. Uh, We lived in no less than, I'd have to redo the count, but probably 10 places. Went to college together, and then we lived in Rochester together. Um, And then when I was living in Buffalo, I would come back to Rochester and hang with uh, Buzzy, just a good, solid friend. Um, He moved to Atlanta a million years ago. He decided this year to get um, Bill's season tickets. So he's actually flying from Atlanta to Buffalo, not for all the games, but a lot of them. And then he's selling the rest of the tickets to probably pay for the, uh, the plane tickets. We had, some, um, uh, we had some people over for my, my daughter's birthday. Uh, 
whole bunch of people from Philly. We had a really, really good time. Uh, we decided to do karaoke in Korean. Is it called Korean Town? There's like a one or two block area around Madison Square Garden here in New York City. They call Korean Town. It is tucked away. Uh, I didn't even know about uh, Korean Town or Korea Town, Korean or Korean, Korean Town. I'll go Korean Town. I didn't even know about this area until very, very recently. And they got a ton of karaoke bars and they got a ton of uh, Korean barbecue. Uh, you walk down the street, it smells delicious. So we decided to do a little karaoke for my daughter's um, little get together with her cousins. You like Korea Town? Yeah, man, it's pretty fucking cool down there. Very, very festive. You know, you go down there for a little barbecue, and then you, you, you sneak into a little karaoke bar and sing a little Adele. Rolling in the deep, right? Gotta go rolling in the deep. I know it's an Adele song, but that is one, one of my favorite rock songs to come out in the last... Man, that song might be 10 years old at this point. I don't know. Uh, Pat Duffy, I want to see Boston lose that everything. I don't care if it's ping pong. That city deserves nothing. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You're talking to a bunch of Boston people. They have followed me ever since I left Boston. What are you doing, man? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man. Nero's going against me. Not a rock song. And she was way hotter when she was fat. <laughs> it's not. You're not wrong. Some people got to keep the weight on, right? Some people got to keep the weight on. You see some of the people, some of these people, you know, we all have them in our lives. They lose a lot of weight. And uh, at first, at first it's shocking because I think the body isn't used to it. And then it brings you all back together, I think, in the end. But Adele's definitely someone that prob probably looked a little better with a few extra pounds on. Remember the song Informer by Snow, of course. Informer, bet, 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 bet. I, I, I can't sing it, but uh, and and they didn't have it in the karaoke book, I don't think. Nothing worse, by the way, trying to, trying to look cool, as you're singing karaoke. <laughs> Jesus, nothing worse than trying to look cool as you're singing karaoke. Uh, Opster, the old Gobble Queen video with Brother Wee's hit my timeline today. Love that O&A segment, making fun of the background commentary. But basically, the story goes, Brother Wee's was really, really close with um, Sam Kinison. And I was fortunate enough to, to hang with Sam Kinison every time he came to Rochester. It wasn't a lot, but I got to, I got to hang because uh, Wee's took me under his wing when I was just a kid. And um, that day, they were filming, and I went into like the... Um, the production studio. No, that's not true. That's not how that goes. I'm trying to remember how this goes. No, I was in studio with uh, Weez and um, Sam. Anyway, someone else filmed it. Sorry. And uh, Weez had all these girls doing crazy shit on his radio show. And these two sales guys thought they were really, really cool. And they were <laughs> and they were doing play-by-play. -play, and they were calling one of the girls a gobble queen. And it's just such... It just gives you such douche chills, especially all these years later. Maybe at the time it sounded cool and maybe they pulled it off. But in retrospect, it was uh, very, very uncomfortable to uh, check out. Blonde. I like that blonde right there, man. man. She looks fucking, she looks like a fucking gobble queen. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Show us your tits, man. In production. They're, they're, making, they're laughing at us. There's 30 guys in the studio. They're laughing at us. Show us your tits. 
Maybe she's gonna. You can tell. Come on, honey. Uh, that shirt. That shirt's got. That shirt's got fucking titties open. So, come on, come on. And then you get the. They got more tits in there than they can fucking count. She's good looking. I like that. A real sleazy look to her. She'll be backstage, guaranteed. Come on, honey, show us your hooters. And I wouldn't let her get out of I'd like to see this naked. I want to see this woman naked. I bet they get her naked. 96 W stand up rock and roll radio. That's Cinderella. What was your name, Shannon? Shannon, yes, there you are. You work, Shannon. You look like a waitress. I'll be down to get my fucking absolutely lovely. I don't know if she's in <laughs> Show us your tits, anyway, Shannon. Show us your tits now. You know what I'm saying, man? I'd like to give you the... I'm like going to will the, that fucking the, shirt the, off. The 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 <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, she, I don't want to see her. She's, nasty. Oh, she's got a nasty scar. Yeah. Nice beaver. I don't want to look at that. That's what he's referring to. It's on my OP Radio uh, YouTube channel. Uh, I think if you just put Sam Kinison in, it'll, it should pop up. I got a couple clips from Sam Kinison. Weeze was kind enough to give me the the video from that day so I could put it on my YouTube channel. I owe him. I got to give him uh, the video back, by the way. And I'm just a young, tiny, who gives a fuck kid in the background as uh, the outlaws of comedy, including like Jimmy Schubert and, um, and Kinnison and, uh, oh, uh, the guy that just died. Holy shit, with the ponytail. Oh, my God. He was one of the funniest fucking guys. Oh, shit. Could somebody help me out? Uh, 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 Carl LeBeau, I got it on my own. Carl LeBeau's in, in the video. Uh, a lot of those guys that were just hanging out with Sam Kinison as the outlaws of comedy, they all became big in their own right after, after Sam Kinison passed. All right, give me a minute to talk about Boing. Boing, Boing, Boing. The universal sound of a boner. Boing. We're talking Blue Chew, people. That's right. BlueChew.com. Promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. You just got to pay the $5 shipping. Is that okay with you? Fall is here, and we could all use a stiff breeze. By the way, Blue Chew is the service. Let me explain this to you. A unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Yes, you could take them anytime, day or night. So yes, of course, you could plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Get it? Arises. The process, simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days, in the mail, in a discreet package. Keeps the nosy neighbors away. That means you don't have to go to a pharmacy anymore. Why would you do that? And of course, we got that special deal for you, my friend. Try Blue Chew free. When you use the promo code OP, OPIE at checkout, just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code OP, OPIE to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. Once again, that's BlueChew.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. Uh, October's here, Opie. You coming down to South Florida and slamming snook? Is slamming snook like uh, fishing, or are we talking Jersey Shore shit? I don't even know. Speaking of weeds, what has Pat Duffy got? Speaking of weeds, do you remember when you were feuding with Dice and he... Oh, boy, do I. 
and he patched you into his interview and confronted him, and he immediately clammed up. No, he hung up on me. Yeah, like out of nowhere, Dice had a, a had an issue with uh, Opie and Anthony, the show, but then uh, more specifically me for whatever reason, even though I was I was pretty damn close uh, with Dice for a really long time. And all of a sudden, like, he had an issue with me and uh, blah, blah, blah. I think he was trying to help out Howard because he was getting in on uh, Howard's good side once again. So Weeze was interviewing uh, um, Dice on the phone, and, uh, you know, I was waiting on hold. And then uh, Weeze brought me up to Dice, and uh, then we said, my boy, uh, Oops, on the line right now. What do you got to say now? And Dice hung up. He didn't want to deal with that shit. Wow, good memory, Pat Duffy. In all fairness, uh, I don't know. Then a couple of years later, Dice came back on our show and then was basically saying it was a big misunderstanding or whatever. We were all we were all past it, I guess. I'm good with Dice. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I'm good. Anthony really helped this guy's career after it was gone. His comeback. Anthony did. They helped it immensely. <laughs> and the then uh, Andrew Dice did a thing on TV. Mentioned about this big comeback he had, how he filled these rooms, never gave those guys their due, right. which is right. This is why we use the So grass. I'm going to try and motherhucker Andrew Dice Clay. I'm not really suck at this, but i got to do it for open. I've never, seen, open. I've never seen a side of you. It's going to be fun. I don't know if I can <clears throat> even pull it. The evil side of Another Jewish guy. Hello? Hey, uh, I don't know if we may or may not know this, but uh, Opie and Anthony don't need no help on beating up Andrew Dice Clay. Well, with Andrew actually on the phone, they do. That's I'm what sorry? they would. That's what they would want. You don't understand. Okay, that, that, that I mean, maybe I just. Uh... Well, they're listening for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Put it this way: If you and I were friends, you hear me? Yes, sir. If you and I were friends and you had a radio show, and I had a radio show, and you were interviewing somebody <laughs> I was pissed off at, <laughs> I would want you to be mean to that person. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I understand. Yep. And that's what it's all about. I just, I didn't know if you may or may not have known that they have uh, they have lambasted the guy. Well, I figure. So. I don't know because I don't get a chance to listen. They lambasted him. I, I, I know he's that. He's not guy. on the air with them. I don't think he's not there. on with them. Right. Right. Because he knows he's going to be crushed. Right. right. See what I'm... And, and I agree with that. Like I said, it's, it's none of my business. I'm, this is the bleeding heart, you know, liberal guy. Oh, are you trying to... Bro, I'm right with you. So you're trying to say I shouldn't be mean? All right, we're ready. No. Well, well, i got to go. Hey, Dice. Brother Weeze. What's going on, Dice? It's been a long time. You, you don't remember the Weeze. Yes, I do. Come on. I'm t I, we spoke a long time ago. As a matter of fact, aren't you friends with... Who are you friends with? Man Cow? No, I, I don't like the Man Cow. I'm, I'm best friends with Opie. Oh, okay. And Opie's... I knew it was somebody that I was talking to. Yeah, I'm best friends with Opie. Opie worked here with me when he was a young, handsome boy. Uh-huh. And now, of course, they're bigger than the... They're bigger than the king of all media, baby. Uh-huh. Bigger than the king of all media. Now, here you... It's good that you're a supporter. Pardon me? It's good that you're a supporter. Supporter ain't the word, man. I do anything for the Ope. And, uh, you know, Ope called me up and said that he's mad at you. But, you know what? Are we here to talk about Ope or are we here to talk about my new show? Pussy. Both. You know what? Because if I have a problem with somebody, uh -huh. you know, I go head-to-head -head with that person, not with some... No middleman. No middleman. You know what I mean? No, look at, look at my boy, Billy. And, and me and you have a good relationship, so there's no reason for us to get into anything. Uh, I just feel I bad. Remember us talking. That's what I'm saying. Okay, listen to me. All I'm saying, we'll end that. We'll talk about the show. 
Because, you know, I feel bad for the fellas because they helped you out a lot. Well, I feel I really helped them out a lot. And, you know, maybe that's something that one day we could uh, talk about. I hope so. Hey, does Opie want to chime in? Fuck yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is he on? Yeah. All right, hold on. That's what I'm trying to do. Bringing this up. You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you what, Dice. Pretty cool. Hey, Dice. Dice. Just before we went on the air with you, I was telling my audience, because I'm a bleeding heart liberal and I don't know how to do mean radio. I said, I got to try because Opie and the whole story I just told you, you know about. And I'm, I'm not, I said to the audience, I'm not good at this. I can't mother hucker people, you know, just to do it. So that's the deal, like you just said. But I felt I owed it to Opie. Well, that's cool. You're you're his, you're being his friend, and that's what's important. That's what I was trying you to. You know, do. and when he doesn't when know about I got friends a book coming out, you know, people will read about my problems that I had with them. You oh Christ! Well, you know, I, obviously you should get call me that. on. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe get I me on now! Like like a relative to him than a buddy. I am very you're close. Really heavy on this. You like really feel bad about this. Well, I'm, well, hold on a second. What's the matter? Oh, you there? Weeze. Yeah. Dice, what is your problem? I think you lost... Oh, I think you lost... Of him. course, of, of course we lost him. Oh. Effing pussy. Did oh. he Did he hang up? Did he... Yeah, he, yeah, he, he ran. He hung up. Oh, man. I gave it a shot. Oh, the best my liberal ass can do. <laughs> you, you did, <laughs> you you did, did a good. good job, man. It totally shook him up. And Who, then... Yeah, who's the pussy now? He has nothing against us. We did nothing but support that guy. But I, I just think that he's a liar because he said that if he had a problem, he would go to your face, not a middleman, yeah, and he up. won't go to your face. He's got phones, and you could well, get hold, the wait, hold on, he just did it. He right. had a face to right. face, and he hung up. Yeah, there you go. There's the real dice. There's the real dice. He he t he's turned his back on all his friends and everyone that has helped him out with no real good reason, no reason whatsoever. Now you know you just made me break a big rule. What? What happened? I'm Jewish. <laughs> so, yeah, you Jewish. guys. Yeah, you guys got to stick together, right? You made me. Did you, hear what he, oh, did you hear what he said to me? That I sound more like a relative than a friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I said you goddamn right. I we, didn't say that. Weez is like a father figure to me, a brother to me, and like one of my best friends in the whole world. He, he covers. What is the closest you came to really fighting someone because of uh, the radio? Oh my God, I I had a few little. Uh, it, instances um my favorite one i've told it but i'll say it again me and anthony were uh just crushing it in boston at waaf the only station that really rocks marathon day we're broadcasting from a bar i want to call i want to say it was called mary ann's maybe someone up there that's local could tell me but it was right on the um marathon uh route and all our fans came holy crap we packed it with ona fans we were just Fucking ridiculously huge up there. Wherever we went, we uh, packed it out. And we're broadcasting live. And um, we had a big, giant, like, uh, table in front of us. And people would lean in to say hi. But it was a good, uh, you know, three feet across. So it was really hard to get at us. And this guy, drunk, just wouldn't let it go. He's like, you guys suck, Howard Stern rules. And it, it got on the air. And me and Anthony certainly weren't 
the type of radio show to panic when that ha- that shit happened. Other radio shows, for whatever reason, as soon as Howard was mentioned, they just would absolutely panic and fall apart. Not us. We're like, whatever, dude, you know? And we gave him his moment, and uh, he just kept coming back and coming back. Howard Stern rules. You guys suck. I was a bit heated because the guy just wouldn't leave us alone. <laughs> so I started... <laughs> So I started sizing him up, and I realized I, I couldn't get a punch in because of this giant table that was in front of us that was there to protect us. So we kept going, Opie and Anthony suck, Howard Stern rules. And I started making believe I couldn't hear him. I'm like, what? I was doing like a Hulk Hogan? Like, what? And he would lean in a little bit and say it again. And I'm like, what? What? I can't hear you. Leaned in a little further, and I'm eyeing him up. I'm not even listening to what he's saying anymore. I'm just waiting for him to get close enough. Finally, I go, I can't hear you. So he leans all the way in and he goes, Opie and Anthony suck, Howard Stern rules. And I go, wham. And I hit him with the right. Anthony, and we didn't tape everything back then, but I'm here to say, and even though he doesn't like me, I, I hope he backs me up. Anthony live on the air basically went, holy shit, Opie just punched him. And now it's just craziness now the guy's trying to get at me but you got to remember the whole bar was our fans not howard stern fans not howard stern fans so then all of a sudden the bouncers came over they were on our side they grabbed the guy they want to just get him out of there now because it's getting crazy because everyone's drunk uh on marathon day uh, that city shut down and everyone would just get plastered I, i i miss being up in boston for the boston marathon Now they're dragging him out of the bar. Everyone knows he's someone that's not on our side. So now they're all, this is when you could do this shit. Nowadays, everybody would get arrested. So now everyone's giving the guy cheap shots as the bouncers are trying to drag him out of the fucking bar. Um, That, my friends, is a, you're lying. Am I lying? Am I lying? I just told you a great story. And look at this guy. He can't help himself. You're lying. Anthony will back me up. Um, and, you know, there were a couple other uh, times uh, it got a little crazy. But that that's I think that's my favorite one. I think that one's my favorite one because I, I started getting heated because I was like, all right. And I was more heated like, all right, enough. Because we were among our fans, you know. I was like, enough. And then I was getting mad that he wasn't leaning in, uh, you know, enough so I could get a shot in. And, and I got a shot in. Oh, boy, did I get a shot in. Uh, Pat Duffy, I remember. Uh, I remember when JV and Elvis legit wanted to fight because you guys kept going late in the K-Rock studio. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We, we just, we, there was a time we just didn't give a shit about anybody else. Like, you could wait. We're still making magic on the radio. Oh, crap. I got to cut this short. I got to go pick up my daughter. She's having a play date with her best friend. And I got to leave now and walk across the park and get her. So, uh, you know what? This is what I could do. We could continue this. But I got to leave the house, turn on my phone. I don't think the audio is going to be that great. But uh, why don't we just continue this after the outro music? That's what we'll do, okay? As I go and pick up my daughter from her best friend's house. If you don't join us after the outro music, well, thank you for listening to the OP Radio Podcast. I really, really appreciate that. And uh, and a big hi to the private Facebook group, of course. They're everything to me. They motivate me. 
And if you want to join our little group, just click support now on my regular Facebook page. Little night stroll here in New York City, going through the park. What's up, Pat Duffy, Brian Bernard, Vincent Scaramuzzo, Aaron Lewis, Benjamin Tucker, BT. Where have you been, brother? Scott Watson, Milt Miranda. Let me know if anyone's following me, by the way. Castig Leone, just a quick hello, man. Be safe. I'm trying. I have to walk to get my daughter at her friend's house because, you know, my electric scooter fell apart and almost broke my neck. Turns out the company doesn't want to take care of uh, the issue. Andy Vala, what's going on, buddy? Whoa. Get the fuck out of here. Huge rat right in here. I'm going to kick. We'll see what happens, all right? Dude, huge rat. The one thing about New York City, man, there are so many more fucking rats. Wait, Jamie Marie, it's your birthday? Hold on. There she is. It's my birthday, bitches. Jamie Marie D is a superstar. I was just trying to figure out the best David Bowie song. Who's going to match my uh, my best uh, David Bowie song? Ziggy Stardust. Come on now. What else is coming in? Ziggy Stardust. Life on Mars. Let's dance. No. Starman's good. Modern. Love. Get at Life on Mars. These are good choices. Is it safe in a New York park? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Where are the monsters at? Where are your monsters at? Heroes. Golden years. Getting close. Golden years. Bop, bop. Young Americans. Good song. Come on, man. Hold on for the haters. Hey, Joe Rogan, why don't you do my podcast? Man Who Sold the World. Great song. Nirvana did a great unplugged version of that, right? The Man Who Sold the China Girl. Jesus, they've fallen. Under pressure's right up there. If you got it, I didn't see your comment. I apologize. But my favorite is Jean Genie. She lives on a hill. Jane Janie. And if you want a nice twofer, you go uh, David Bowie, Jean Genie, and you follow it up with the little black keys, gold on the ceiling. That's a nice twofer right there. Try it out after this. Oh, is this my hair just falling out of my stupid hairband? Oh, my God. How embarrassing. It's like I'm doing the walk of shame after a long Saturday night. Trying to keep my hair extensions on my head. Quick topic. Uh, your favorite three-man bands. Oh, Jesus. You got to go. You got to go the police. You got to go the police. And then I would go with uh, the police. Shit, is that the only three-man band I know? Thermal Chill with Defend Opster on YouTube. That's all right. 
I get the shit kicked out of me on the YouTube. What am I going to do? All I can do is give my side of the story on some of the things because I don't want to spend too much time on it. And then uh, let everyone make their decision. At least at least get my uh, my point of view out. The Foo Fighters is a three-man band. Some are saying Nirvana is a, a three-man band. I don't know, though, man, because they got sneaky with uh, Mr. Uh, Pat Smears was in that band as well. So ZZ Top was a three-man band. Okay. All right, I'm building my – oh, Rush. Okay, I'm building my list. All right, I'm going to go – I have to go with The Police. It's one of my favorite bands from when I was – First discovered rock and roll and gave a shit about music. So I got to go with that. I'm broadcasting. I'm broadcast. Thank you. I mean, you worked it out. Nice dog, by the way. Um, I'm going to go with, I have to go with ZZ Top. Absolutely. Especially their down and dirty shit. I wasn't a big fan of Eliminator when ZZ Top got all sorts of poppy on us with the girls and the cars and whatnot. I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, thank you. I, I was broadcasting. You know, let's have some uh, respect for the kid. Primus is pretty amazing. Black Keys. Uh, is Black Keys a three-man band? If they're a three-man band, then, then I figured out my three. I got the, um, the ZZ Top. I got the Police. And I got the, uh, the Black Keys. That would be a, a good top three right there. Although, Rush, come on now. Spirit of Radio. Tom Sawyer, mean, mean, dry. Something like that. Uh, Sarah, what's going on? Dear Diary. <laughs> Another thing I got from you guys. I actually turned my podcast into a Dear Diary. Black Keys suck. Darren Albertson, the truck driver. I, we can't be friends anymore. Put on uh, Gold on the Ceiling. Just start with that song and tell me that sucks. And then, uh, and then go with, uh, uh, then go with my next girl. Down and dirty fucking beats by uh, the Black Keys. Start with those two songs by the Black Keys. Gold on the Ceiling, and then go next girl. Next Girl is an amazing song. Oh, my goodness. Um, William Shatner, I bow to him today. All right, let me start walking because I'm going to run out of battery. And I want to get to my, loca my location before my phone dies. Uh, William Shatner, 90 years old. He went on the penis rocket today. And, uh, man, search out what he said as soon as he landed. Oldest man in space, doesn't look 90, sharp as attack, funny. He was profound. And um, he's trying to talk about his dumb, not his dumb. I say dumb a lot when I don't mean it. He's uh, talking about his uh, experience. And that Jeff Bezos, that's why I said dumb. That dumb Jeff Bezos, I know he made it possible. But Shatner just got out of the penis rocket. He's talking about it. He's talking about life and death and you know, life on earth and out there is death and blackness and all this stuff. It was so profound. And then he's basically saying every person on earth should, you know, do what do exactly what he just did. And Bezos is nodding in a way like he's barely listening. And then he interrupts Shatner. He's been off the penis rocket for less than a minute, two minutes maybe. And he, he walks away from Shatner. Shatner's like, what the fuck? And then he comes back with... Uh, a bottle of champagne that I guess he wanted to pour on Shatner's head. And Shatner is 
speaking like a poet, like a damn poet. And that basil's just nodding away like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Next thing you know, they're just spraying champagne all over the place. Chatner basically said no to the uh, no to the champagne shower. But that didn't stop everybody. They were still spraying uh, champagne in Shatner's uh, direction. And Bezos just sitting there like a lump while Shatner is just being poetic. It was amazing. And I told Pretty Plus More today, what makes Jeff Bezos a creep is the fact that his uh, rocket is in the shape of a penis. That's, that makes him creepy. I know he thinks he's putting one over on everybody. But it's just creepy. Schmuck a muck with the LOL. Run, Forrest, run. I swear to God, I got like, uh, I got like Tourette's in a way. Whenever I see a jogger, camera doesn't have to be on. I just yell, run, Forrest, run. It's the dumbest, stupidest thing. But I do it all the time. Uh, am I going to see the new Halloween movie? I guess. You know the who's the uh, who's the who's the girl in that? I'm shy. I'm very shy when people walk by. I'm shy. Have a good night. Have a good night. Uh, what is it, Jamie Lee? Jamie Lee Curtis, right? God, why do I have to do everything for for Hollywood? They should make her the fucking killer. They should have a storyline. Maybe they did it because haven't they made like 10 of these movies? Jamie Lee Curtis should be the killer. Like she's been so traumatized and she has PTSD that she turns into the fucking killer. And everyone thinks they're in their sa a safe space. And next thing you know, you know, there's the dramatic turn and she's the killer. That's a movie I'd like to see. Yeah, Grandma Curtis comes back to kill. That would be a hell of a way to end that franchise where no one saw it coming and she becomes the uh, the killer. I would love that. Jennifer, first, I only just found out that the little girls in Halloween is Kyle Richards from uh, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I laugh because I hate that show and I hate her. I was in an elevator uh, with her at Series XM. And she couldn't believe that uh, people weren't losing their minds because we were in the elevator with her. No one gave a shit. And she's short and dumpy in real life. And she thinks she's so funny on that show. Going for the laughs. Yeah, man, when, I'm, when I walk these streets. Wait, I think there's a song there. When I walk these streets. Where the streets. Where the streets have no name. Yes, I'm going to write a fucking song. Go get some cream puffs. Jennifer Ferris, funny you should mention that. The cream puffs and the cream puff lady are no more. They shut down the shop. There's a lot of sadness in my neighborhood because a lot of us went there. The cream puff lady is no more. You have a gun on you, right? Maybe. Let's just put it this way. I'm not really ever scared when I walk around. I could say that much. My hair is the same length as yours. I wash mine in the morning, and it's greasy as hell six hours later. It fucking sucks. Dude, you got you to gotta get into um, going in the ocean a lot. Oh, my God. My hair's never looked better. It looks stringy because it's all falling out of my, uh, <laughs> my hair. Man, Jesus.
Nothing worse than going to your wife. Hey, you got a hairband? Oh, my God. 5%. That means I got to go. Guys, uh, have a good night. And also a big thank you to Amazon Music. They just added my my podcast uh, to their their stuff. So I guess you could say, Alexa, play OB Radio, and it'll play me or something like that. That's kind of cool. All right, guys. Got to go.